0: Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Free Solo Podcast. What's your expertise? What's your credibility? These are questions that we often receive as college students. One way to answer this is by creating your own opportunities and building your own brand by going out of your way to gather knowledge. Our next guest is doing just that. Ariana Dimitrakis is a rising junior at Lehigh University looking to break into the fashion industry through a variety of projects and ventures. To date, She's created a blog, a magazine. She's even publishing her own book. I was impressed by her ability to take an idea and make it a reality. This was a great conversation and I hope that you enjoy. All right, Ariana, welcome to the show. I'm super excited for this conversation today.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm excited too.
0: Definitely. And before we kick things off and really dive in, I want to check in with you. I know that you're a Lehigh student right now and We all got sent home right after spring break, so these last, I don't know, what is it, five months now have been a little crazy, Um, and we're still waiting on plans to go back in the fall. So how have you been holding up?
1: Well, I'm already back on campus because of coronavirus and social distancing regulations. I lost my other living plan, so I had to get a house off campus. So I've been here all July, and I'm going to be here for the rest of the year no matter what happens. And I've just been catching up with friends and working on some projects on the side. with a lot of free time.
0: Definitely. And we'll dive into a lot of those projects today, I'm sure. Um, What do you think the what's going to happen with Lehigh in the fall? Are we going back? Are we going to be online? What's your guess? I
1: have a feeling we're going to go online, mostly because Lafayette nearby went online. And now they're starting to change their mind on a lot of things. But I'm really hoping that we are on campus since I'm already here and I want my friends to come back and I want it to be normally now.
0: Definitely. I've been using the analogy that like when you're a kid growing up and you see the town next to you call a snow day, that's kind of like the same exact thing that happened with Lafayette. Although this time it's not good news with it being a snow day. It's we're probably going online.
1: Yeah. Just like you're expecting it to happen now.
0: Definitely. Well, awesome. So super excited to have this conversation. Could you maybe just open up with kind of giving us the three to five minute intro, who you are and uh, what you've been up to?
1: Yeah, so I'm a rising junior at Lehigh University, majoring in journalism with a double minor in marketing and graphic design. I really enjoy writing, so I'm an editor for the Brown and White Lehigh student-run publication and a campus editor-at-large for Thrive Global, but I also enjoy enjoy writing for fashion and lifestyle content type of articles, so I recently co-founded the Fit magazine with five other girls from Lehigh, and I am publishing a book this week actually called Female Empire Fashion.
0: Awesome. And that is, the timing on this is perfect. I'm super excited to see what happens with this book. I don't know many people our age, if anybody, that are writing books. Um, So that is really cool. But taking kind of a step back, why'd you choose Lehigh? What brought you to Lehigh? Um, And how have you gotten involved there? I know you mentioned a couple of those projects.
1: Well, the number one thing that brought me to Lehigh was honestly the campus. Like when I toured the campus, I knew that this is like really what I wanted. It's so beautiful here. I can't say that I came for journalism because I wasn't sure if that's what I wanted to continue doing, even though it's what I applied for. But I love it, I stayed in it, I'm still doing it. And um, I love the professors here and the program. But the thing about Lehigh that has most like, like the thing about Lehigh that has mostly changed How I go about things is that it's mostly engineering-based and business-based and they don't have anything for fashion or more lifestyle content, especially in journalism, which is what I want to go into. So that's why I've been trying to start new things and build that experience on my own.
0: Yeah, definitely. Lehigh is not very fashion-forward, but that's interesting. And you've created some of your own opportunities, too. You mentioned it's predominantly an engineering school. There's some, some business mixed in as well, but not necessarily having the opportunities that you wanted, so you kind of went out and created some of your own. Um, You mentioned you're doing work with the Brown and White. Um, Share a little bit, and that for people listening that aren't Lehigh people, that is the Lehigh newspaper, all things Lehigh, all things Bethlehem-related, so um, share a little bit with what you do with them.
1: Yeah, so I started it right when I came to Lehigh. I was a reporter for the news section, and after that, I was a reporter for the lifestyle section. I had been doing that until this semester, as an assistant, then an associate lifestyle editor, and then the deputy lifestyle editor. But this upcoming semester, I'm going to be the multimedia editor, which is starting a whole new um, department of podcasting and broadcasting, which is going to be really interesting. Trying to figure that out over Zoom and things like that, since I can't meet with people in person to do those interviews. But that's going to be something completely new and expanding on more than just like writing from now on. So that's going to be good.
0: Definitely. And how have you, whatever some of the things you've learned, I'm sure the content you put out with multimedia is definitely a lot different than just writing. So how have you kind of had to evolve and what have you had to learn to make that switch and to go into these different types of content?
1: Yeah, so last semester I had a PBS NPR partnership course where I learned more skills in multimedia and also a visual communications course. So I started using different audio and visual like Adobe technologies. So I learned those and I feel like I'm going to start using those. Hopefully I get them because I know we're online. So I need them. Well, if we go online, then I need to get like the whole packages for those. But learning how to use those technologies like Premiere and Audition have definitely been like a big part of going into multimedia. And I really do enjoy that. But I still enjoy writing, too. So I hope to continue doing that as well, even for the paper.
0: Definitely. And it's unfortunate that we can't be doing in-person podcasts right now because Lehigh has a great podcast studio. Uh, The sound quality there is incredible. So hopefully that opens up sometime soon so you can take full advantage of that. I know I can't wait to get back in there too. Um, But then kind of moving off of the brown and white into you wanted to expand past that. So tell us a little bit about the Fit Magazine and and what you're doing with that because I think you mentioned the other day when we talked that you wanted to create your own thing, didn't really know exactly what to do, but you you landed on this.
1: Yeah, so I... Founded the Fit magazine with five other girls from Lehigh. We all individually like dreamed of creating a magazine and we didn't really take initiative to actually create it until actually just before quarantine we had decided we were going to. And then quarantine happened like right after spring break. So It's a good thing that we decided it because then we used our time and like all our free time in quarantine to start working on this. It was like a passion project that we had during quarantine. And we knew that was a good time to start it because so many people were at home. They wanted something to do so they could read our articles. And we hire staff so they can also write for us or do marketing design for us and like all those things. So it was like the perfect timing to start this magazine. And it's called the Fit Magazine because it's to help college students everywhere, not just at Lehigh, find the perfect fit to become, like, their best self. Our sections are, like, Outfit, Beautify, Fitness, and Benefit. So all of those – we have an editor for each section, too, and a marketing, like, Vice President Marketing and Vice President of Design. But even though we all have our different focuses and positions – not one of us is running the magazine specifically we all work together it's a huge team effort and we brainstorm all our ideas and make all the important decisions together and i think that's part of what's gotten us so far
0: yeah definitely because if you can tap into would you say it's you and then five other people so six different networks of people that's huge just for awareness and growth of it and then also i'm sure you all have different experiences in fashion Uh, which is fashion, something I know nothing about. So I'm actually excited to dive into this a little bit because, like I said, I know almost nothing. Um, But how have you started to kind of create a community around this? I know that you've had a lot of success so far. What are you guys doing in terms of outreach and and trying to grow?
1: So we have shared it on all of our own separate, like Instagrams and LinkedIn, Facebook, like all our platforms. It's so important to get the word out. And that's how we had so many people just join from the beginning. We also set out applications like halfway through the first month to start hiring writers and anyone who wants to join and work with our staff. So we have been getting people from campuses all over the US, even internationally now. So we've gotten such great feedback and so many people coming to us and another way to do outreach is that we've been pairing with companies such as like camps fit or students at lehigh like a girl who does yoga she had a yoga class for us and we do like instagram lives or zoom live classes for people our readers and our staff to come together and do that and to bring more people to us also
0: very cool and when i hear magazine i of course think of paper hard copy magazines and you're not doing that right so you're all digital?
1: Yeah, especially right now since we haven't been on campus yet. We're a completely online publication. Everything is digital um, and other platforms too. So we are hoping to make at least one print publication, but we don't know what's going to happen with coronavirus and all of that and funding. So we're still working on seeing how that's going to go. But right now, yes, we are only digital.
0: Gotcha. And I'm curious to ask because you said this all happened right before we all went our separate ways and all went home. How have you and the team been communicating and continuing to push out content? Do you have weekly meetings? How are you guys staying in touch and growing this?
1: Yeah, so we have weekly meetings with each other once or even twice or more a week whenever it's really needed or when something like really big happens. We also have separate meetings with our staff members just to show them the ropes and do little orientations and things like that and to get things running really smoothly. We also have a group chat where we communicate like 24-7. That's like the most text I've gotten in the last few months. So we're like talking all the time and it's actually very interesting because while we all knew each other we weren't really close before this and it's been bringing us together really well
0: very nice and do you what so what's the end goal do you want this to be kind of the one-stop shop not no pun intended there for fashion and and everything or do you you mentioned you want to go into a, a real publication on paper um but where do you see this going
1: well, we're still trying to figure out if we want to keep it and if we want to keep running it after we graduate or if we want to pass it on to other girls from Lehigh. It's currently not affiliated with Lehigh University at all. It's our own magazine. So we don't know what we want to do with it afterwards because we definitely want to go into our own careers. But I guess it depends on how this progresses and where it goes. But two of us are seniors, three of us are Oh no, four of us, I'm sorry, are sophomores. So we still have like two years to figure that out and we have a lot of time.
0: Gotcha. Definitely. And I think that that kind of goes right into next steps and what else you're doing. And I want to talk a little bit about the book. Like I said, I think it's super awesome that you wrote a book. I would have never have thought of doing that. Um, And I know it took you a lot of work to get that out and it's coming out this week, right?
1: Yeah, it's coming out well either today or tomorrow. I think I'm publishing it today and announcing it tomorrow, so like basically right now. Yeah,
0: awesome, so awesome. And people who are listening, this is the 28th of July. Um, so depending on when this comes out, when people are listening, the book will be available. It sounds like, um, but how did you even go about starting writing a book? So this is.
1: So this is the second book that I've actually written. I wrote one when I was 14, but it was completely different. It was fiction. I had it edited and everything, and I never published it. And I always thought I'd go back to it, but I actually, in Last summer, a Georgetown professor reached out to me who runs this Creator Institute, and he helps college students write books. It's like a new program, and he saw that I'm a writer, so he thought that I would be interested in the program. Like, of course I am. Like, yeah, I want to write a book again. Like, I want to try again. So this is something that I really want to stick to because it's more about fashion and industry that I want to go into. It's research, nonfiction, interviewed people for it. So I'm so happy that I really pursued it and I really published it this time. But I basically started this one in October and it's July now. So that was a really, really fast process.
0: Definitely. And how'd you go about setting up those interviews? I know from starting the podcast that reaching out to people, a lot of times you either get a no or no response. So what was your approach to sending those messages and making those connections to have people interviewed?
1: Yeah, so there were definitely a lot of people who I reached out to who just did not respond at all. Like, yes, I'm a college student. I didn't say that in every single email, but I didn't know if that was going to also make them not want to work with me or not. So I would say like anything like credible, I would use the program, the Creator Institute and message as many people as I could. And I was actually surprised by the type of people who actually did get back to me, like The first one who got back to me was an influencer. She has like over 300,000 followers on Instagram. Like I wasn't expecting that to really happen. But when people see that you're creating something like a book, like they're really interested and ready to get involved. And I really have to give credit to my aunt because she works in the fashion industry and she also helped forward my emails to some important people like CEOs and founders and stylists and... A lot of them got back to me and answered questions for my book as well so that was really helpful
0: awesome there's definitely a ton of value in having people on your team that can help you out whether it's getting into the fashion industry or getting referred for a job um a lot of times they say it's not what you know it's it's who you know so i think that's huge but then kind of just going through the sequence here you get time on their calendar to ask them some questions how did you prep for those interviews and how What kind of questions were you asking these people? I don't know how much you want to give away um, without reading the book, but uh, what did you kind of do? Were you asking everybody the same questions? What did those conversations look like?
1: most of the questions were the same but it kind of depended on what they did or if they had a company like if it was an influencer I talked to her more about her social media platforms and how she built those and how she went into it without like experience then if it was someone with experience I would base it on that be like where did you go like what did you do and how did you get there so it's basically seeing what everyone does and like What would the readers want to know? They want to know like how they got to where they are and insights on how to break into the industry, which is part of what my book is about. So I definitely like researched them and found questions about what they do to try to get insights on all of that. And of course, since the book is female empowered fashion, it's about how fashion actually promotes female empowerment since everyone thinks that it hinders it only, which yes, in ways it does, but there are a lot of ways that it doesn't, and I wanted to highlight that. So I also asked each person that I interviewed how they think fashion promotes female empowerment
0: definitely and like i said fashion not my thing but what drives you to fashion and why are you so passionate about it
1: so i actually became really involved in fashion in high school like while i always loved dressing up even before high school i started taking fashion design classes which i was really looking forward to and i really enjoyed doing no i wasn't the best at fashion design but I really liked it, and I wanted to start putting it into my, like, kind of academic goals, because that was, like, my favorite class in high school. And I obviously wasn't going to go to art school for it, since I wasn't the best at it. I'm going to say that right now. Okay. But I started to intertwine those goals, so I want to start writing about fashion, I figured. And that's why when I had to create a blog freshman year of college um, in a journalism class, I... Started a fashion blog it was actually called fashion by Ari now it's called here and hot I changed it now because I'm writing fashion on so many other platforms it's for more lifestyle now but that also really like start, like kick-started my like go into fashion writing so ever since then I've enjoyed that and like watching videos of like Vloggers on YouTube who are fashion editors and writers going to runway shows and fashion week and all of those. Like the idea of that is amazing and something that I definitely want to be doing.
0: Very, very interesting. I didn't know a lot of these things even existed. Um, but you're doing all of this as, as a college student as well. And this is something I can relate to being a student myself. And a lot of times we're, we're studying for exams, we're, we're doing homework, working on projects. And it's hard to kind of carve out that time for passions and and the things you want to do, even if it's something as simple as going to the gym or just starting your own project. So, how have you been able to take the limited time that you have as a college student and really kind of allow that to manifest into all these different projects? Because it's not just one either. You have the blog, the book, the Fit Magazine, you're doing work with the brown and white too, a lot of different things. So, how have you been able to balance? school, social life, and then all of these projects?
1: Yeah, it's definitely been a bit overwhelming. But again, when I started the book and the magazine and things like that, I haven't done the magazine with School York yet. So I really hope that's going to be okay. I'm sure it will be. But those are things that I love to do. So like, I don't mind that even being my free time, like writing about those topics. But I definitely need a break at some point and to catch up with friends. So I focus on deadlines and how I do my work is I put everything I spend like a few days or a few hours just straight doing like a ton of work getting everything out of the way and done especially things with deadlines so that then I have time to break and have my free time before I go back into more work and I also prioritize my time based on deadlines and if other people like rely on me for anything. So for example, my blog is more of an outlet for me. It's not really anything that needs to be too professional or anything big. So that would be my last priority. And I would put everything else above that, that really needs to be done. So finding priorities and balancing time that way is a big part of it.
0: And as an extension of that, what would you recommend someone who's completely bogged down in schoolwork, but needs that outlet, needs to start a project whether it's a business, a project, a social media account, whatever it is, what would you recommend to them to kind of get the ball rolling on that and just start executing on it? Because you said with your first book, you had it all written, you went through all the work, but you didn't pull the trigger on publishing it. And you were 14 years old, so that's totally understandable. Um, I'm sure your, your mindset was a little different then, but what do you recommend for taking those first steps and to really start executing on an idea?
1: Um... I recommend starting with one thing, like if you know what you wanna do and you know what you wanna go into, you need to start a project on that to build your experience. You really want to add things to your resume, to get internships, to get jobs. Like don't start a ton of little things. Like I have my book, the magazine, all these things. Like if you have way too much schoolwork or stuff to do, focus on one thing and build that because you definitely have more free time than you think. So you can definitely get it done.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think it's all how we use our time. Um, I know it's not easy. And it, you really have to be intentional about going out of your way to start these things. But like you said, you you write in your free time and that's what you enjoy doing. So at some point, it probably doesn't even feel like it's work. It's, it's fun. It's a project, which is awesome. And one thing I want to touch on with the book as well uh, was kind of the network and expertise aspect of that a lot of times i feel like is college students were asked like what do you actually know what's your expertise how credible are you um which is a tough question to get a lot of times um so how have you kind of dealt with that especially in fashion i know watching shark tank i love that show and damon john who founded fubu um which is like a streetwear brand i think Um, always says that it's such a hard industry to get into and he never invests in fashion companies because he knows how hard it is. So how have you been building that expertise and building that credibility? I know with all of your projects, but when someone asks you that question, what's your answer?
1: Yeah, so that was definitely difficult with the book. That's why I use the Creator Institute a lot to use that as credibility, but also to point out that I'm interviewing a lot of people because for this book, I was able to interview different Again, company founders, CEOs, VPs, stylists, designers, and influencers, and their backgrounds came from working for Vogue, Harper's Bazaar, Paula Georges, Oscar de la Renta, Burnett New York, Monse, like all those types of companies. And a lot of those are like big name companies. So when I start like interviewing people from those, like the book seems more and more credible. So if people ask me like, oh, like who else is talking to for this book? And then I can like name those people. But this also having the book in the magazine is helping me build even more credibility for the future because this is how I'm building my experience in the industry and I'm going to keep building it until I get where I want to be. So,
0: Definitely. Well, I think you have a, a great foundation and I can't wait to see what happens with the book. How did you go about getting that published?
1: So the program I'm in is the Creators Institute. Again, it helps me, gives me editors for a while I'm writing and resources. And then it works with New Degree Press, which is a crowdsource funding um, publication company, publishing, oh my God, publishing company. I'm sorry. So I have been doing it through them and they give me little workshops on how to set up all my accounts and do all of that Help me with marketing. So that's been a huge help and since my book was crowdsource funded I had to share it on like through pure pre-orders to get funding to create the actual book itself so after raising all the money. I'm also donating 50% of the profits to and a different foundation to help educate girls to go into the industry. But that has all been a part of the publishing process.
0: It sounds like there's a lot that goes into it. And I think that's one of the barriers for people that in, in all projects, really, of starting and taking those first steps is what does it actually take to get into this space? Whether it's writing a book, it sounds like you had to have some decent connections and a a pretty thought out plan to do that, um, which is tough. And I think that stops a lot of people from trying to do a lot of things. I know it's definitely stopped me before those barriers of entry. So that's awesome that you're overcoming a lot of those. Uh, And then just before we kind of wrap up here, do you have any just kind of final thoughts that you want to share, whether it's about your projects or next steps that, that you're working on?
1: Um, well, these are all the projects that I have right now, but I guess I could kind of share my like end goal of what I want
0: Absolutely. to go into
1: because I don't think I've mentioned that yet. I really want to like write and be an editor for a fashion magazine one day. So that's kind of where I hope all of this takes me. And I really am just hoping that path works out.
0: Definitely. And you said writer or editor for a fashion magazine. Would you ever want to start your own magazine? You already have, but would you ever want to be the The head of a, an entire operation.
1: Yeah, that would definitely be a dream. If the Fit Magazine continued and I could keep working on that, that would be amazing too. We haven't figured that out yet, but that would be amazing. If I could ever do that, that would, that would be great.
0: Definitely. And your answer just kind of prompted another question. Where does that entrepreneurial spirit come from? Um, because I think that's – people think entrepreneurship, they think businesses – all these tech companies out in San Francisco, but entrepreneurship really can take so many different forms um, and what you're doing with the book, the the magazine, everything definitely falls into that category. So where do you get that kind of entrepreneurial spirit from?
1: Um, I think that definitely just has to do with like going after what you want and Again, how I had nothing for me. I didn't have any journalism experience in high school either. It's all like now. And if I want to go into the fashion industry and write for them, then I need to find a way to do it. And that's why I'm making all this credibility for myself so that I can do that.
0: Definitely. Well, that is awesome. And how can people kind of stay up to date with what you're doing? Um, Drop the Instagram handle, the LinkedIn, and where's the book going to be available?
1: I'll have the book linked in on my Instagram, but it's not out yet. It's going to be on Amazon. So I'll probably link that actually everywhere. But my portfolio website is just arianadematrakis.com, my full name. So is my Instagram handle. It's at arianadematrakis. And I have my blog linked there. Everything is linked on that page.
0: Awesome. Sounds great. Well, I'm excited to see where you are going and where these projects take off to. Um, Thank you so much for for taking the time today, uh, especially during the middle of this book book release. I'm sure you got some stuff to work on there. So thank you very much.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was exciting.
0: I would like to extend a huge thank you to everyone that took the time to listen to today's show. As always, all episodes are available on all major podcast streaming platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. To stay up to date with us for the latest content and news, please go check out our Instagram at FreeSoloPod.